fight and we don't have to kill everybody in the wide world really just needs to chill no, we don't have to welcome to a very special fourth episode of just chill with oliver george if you can't tell why it's special well my guest is really cool too but uh it's also because we got this new camera set up so you can do a single on me or a single on the guest which my dad's gonna be switching <laughs> any minute now um He's really on the ball today. I give him half of a pumpkin beer. And, <laughs> oh, Jesus. We just recorded, for the record, uh, a good, like, what, 15 minutes of, of pretty good podcast. But then my dad's like, oh, shit, I didn't turn the camera on. Yeah. But that being said, who cares? Uh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. We should put that, like, in. Like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll use a like secret that. clip later or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, so my guest today is Gabriel Sanchez. I don't know. I pretty much still can't say your name properly, but... Uh, We've talked about that. Yeah, you roll the R's much better than I do. Um, And he is someone... Oh, actually, before we get into this, I have to do what I did last time when we (laughs) sort of recorded this. Um, If you want to reach us at the podcast just to say what you think, talk about a cool guest you think we should have on, anything like that, uh, justchillpodcasting at gmail.com. Hopefully it's not like a fuck you email, but I still might read it if it's funny enough. Um, So yeah, with that out of the way... I wanted to say you've been in Canada only for five months, you were telling me. Yeah, yeah and uh, this is my fifth month. And I mean, why did you initially want to come? You said you just wanted to kind of explore the world, essentially, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's not a great place to be, Peru, right now. Yeah, we should say he's from Peru. Yeah, Sorry. I'm from Peru. <laughs> we did that the first time, too. Yeah. We forgot to say where you were from. Uh, okay. Uh, so I don't feel it's... Uh, great place to be in this moment and is that like civil unrest type of thing or there, there's a lot of things going on i mean it's economic and it's politic and it's uh, also like a civil unrest of because uh they they say that it's okay for the outside countries because they say we don't have a lot of poverty and stuff like that but mm. uh how do you classify poverty? You know, it's complicated. There's a lot of people that are not able to go through the whole month with a minimum salary. So uh, a lot of people struggling. Yeah, and they they are not poor. They are middle class. But but has it always been that way? Like when you were growing up there, or yeah. Okay, so it's not a new change, some new no, government or no, anything. No. So you just wanted to find like uh, more opportunities, essentially. Yeah, and... but I mean, still right now, I'm just like getting to know the city i'm traveling i mean i have to travel for more than some months if i eventually want to move yeah you don't want to settle down in the first place you stop exactly. and, yeah. and you were telling me you were in quebec before but you had some issues because french is obviously more prominent there and you're yeah. already you know i was over overwhelmed yeah yeah because i mean there's it, a lot it, of change happening already right coming here so yeah uh, I mean, I, I was not, I know how to speak English, but I was not used to speak it like in, on a daily basis. So that, yeah. that was something else. But French, and I feel it's not just the language, it's the culture too. I mean, they have like, each of them, they have like their ways of behaving in society and everything like that. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I eat, well, I mean, I'm not French uh, really at all. I know some French, but yeah. I feel that sometimes when I'm in Quebec too, like kind of a, just a different vibe, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I don't have anything against it. I just definitely no, feel different. like an outsider a bit though. Yeah. Yeah. It's not better or worse. It's just completely different. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, then I came to Ottawa because I mean, Toronto is unpayable and let's not talk about Vancouver, but because it's. Well, wait, why? Because I, I don't know. I mean, Vancouver is a place I would actually think would be pretty cool to live. Yeah. Just uh, because less snow and all that, you know. Yeah. But, but uh, like, the thing is that I'm still working in Peru, you know. So I have to make the change. And it's, like, one-third of, our, like, of the currency here. Oh, uh, okay. So I have to think a lot about money. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to pay... Uh, a place in Vancouver, you know? Yeah, so you're just saying it's very uh, high cost of living out there? Yeah. I've heard as such, yeah. And Toronto as well, Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Montreal is, I guess, a little bit more like... I, I feel it, it, it with Montreal, there's a lot of things that are cheaper and some stuff that are a lot more expensive. Oh, yeah. Like what? I mean, the... The transport card is like $40 more expensive here. Oh, you mean like uh, to get on the subway and all yeah. that kind of? Oh, okay. 
I feel maybe groceries may be more expensive there, but the rest is okay. cheaper. I mean, I was there like a couple of weeks before I came here. So oh, you didn't stay there long. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said you were staying with a friend you had met uh, yeah. who had come down to Peru. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we were saying that it just snowed today here, and that was mm. the first time you ever saw snow sort of yeah. like up close and personal, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw it before like far up in the mountains, like... That's not the same though, right? No. To be able to play with it and today I woke up, I like opened the door and I just made a snowball and threw it to a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it bare hands? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. I hate doing snowballs bare hands. After a few of them, you're just like, Where are my fingers? Yeah, you can't even yeah, feel yeah. them anymore. But And I, I just wanted to be like It makes me sound like a giant pussy. <laughs> you can't make snowballs. <laughs> because my finger hurts. Yeah, no. Um Shit, man. Yeah, it was definitely kind of weird how it happened overnight. Like, you go to bed. I was up till, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, too, and yeah, I didn't see any snow. And then I wake up, and it was, like, winter wonderland, you know? Um, it, it was really picturesque, though, at least. Today is... This is the nice time of year, honestly, for yeah. the snow, because you're kind of, like, in the Christmas spirit starting to come, and uh, it's not too cold. You know, it's it's a nice balance. But once January gets here, it's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I've heard. And then when it all melts, and it's frozen and melting, and... Uh, that last year was sloppy, but I don't mind the spring because the spring is at, at least like shows the promise and the hope of like, yeah. you know, good things to come. <laughs> it's not going to like reverse and turn back into winter, you know? So, uh, whereas the fall to me, it's beautiful. The colors actually this year were insane. I mean, so far uh, I've loved like fall. That, that was something new for me, like to see like a red tree and an orange tree. And you orange picked tree. a good year. Yeah. I actually heard there was something on the CBC. I heard that it was something to do with the... The, the summer we had or some sort of yeah. weather conditions that made everything really pop the bright colors yeah. this year and it was just wow yeah, i found myself stopping several times and being like i gotta take a picture on my phone it's just everything's yeah. so vibrant you know and i don't know like i, I traveled this year with these people i came to see in, in quebec around south america and i would thought that it was going to be kind of the same in the south of chile and argentina as it is right here but it's also something completely different mm. Yeah, I mean, why it gets cold down there? Oh yeah, it's super cold. Like if you go all the way down, I didn't went all the way down, but if you but go Chile, it's like almost near Antarctica. They have penguins and yeah. shit, right? Yeah, Argentina and Chile, they have like a tip, like it's like in the Antarctic. That's actually on my little list of per <laughs> Peru facts because I was surprised to learn that um, penguins are in Peru as well. Oh yeah, Humboldt, Humboldt penguins. Huh. That's the name of those penguins. And they, that just seems bizarre because you were saying Peru is, you described it pretty nice weather-wise when we were talking oh, yeah. about it. It's pretty... And, and I think they live in a quite hot place. Um, Weird. I, yeah. Maybe it's just the type of penguin. I'd have to yeah. look them up. Yeah. It's like... I was surprised to, to learn that, though. I did a little bit yeah. of last-minute research. Yeah. and uh, it, it, It's really cool. And I think they, if I'm not mistaken, I think they are in the north, like closer to the equator. So that's even hotter. Weird. Yeah. So just a bunch of like sun loving like surfer pengu penguins. Surfer <laughs> penguins. <laughs> That's a Disney movie waiting to happen. Yeah. Sur or probably already is one. Someone's looking at the <laughs> Disney um, producers. <laughs> I will point out one thing I was happy to I think I knew this already, but relearn <laughs> a uh, couple hours ago was that uh, Peru is home to Lake Titicaca. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thirteen years old in my head still. Uh that's you, like a Beavis and Butthead joke yeah, probably. But, it, but it's funny because I didn't know that you also I mean, you don't, but in French, you say caca for poop. Like, yeah, I mean, we say it in English, but it's just a baby word. Like, I made a caca. You know, it's, it is it's more French for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but we use it in Spanish too. Like, it's. That's weird. Yeah. You know, I had a Polish friend, um, and we used to play Mario when, because we were kids when we hung out, and he said that King Koopa, Koopa in Polish was shit. <laughs> so his name was like King, King shit. shit. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I never actually checked that. We didn't have Google back then. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. So what like do you find has been the the biggest change between like your experiences in South America and your experiences in North America? And also, why did you not go to the States? That's another thing I was going to ask you. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, there's some obvious reasons I would think with uh, like... Yeah. Just, yeah, we should make another episode. I don't want to hate on the States, you know. Of, of but. why Gabriel didn't go to the States. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, there's plenty of nice places in the U.S. I'm not oh, trying I to, know. you know I, what I mean? Like, I would yeah. love to go to plenty of places in the States. Just the the I, Trump nation's a little bit scary, you know? Okay, so uh, where, where should I start? The biggest change so far is uh, 
how people relate to each other. Like, I, I feel people here are much more distant. Like really? They, they are super nice, but like... Like it, not the same sense of community, you mean? Something like that, but also I feel they, they don't want to comprehend the trade. I'm not sure if that's a correct word, but like they don't want to... Yeah, I don't know if that is a word. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> uh, No, I'm trying to figure out like what, what you're, which word you're looking for, though. Um, uh, well, the thing is, I, I don't feel people get that close okay. at all. Like, or or uh, at least it probably takes a lot of time. Other than me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've yeah. hung out with you like twice and <laughs> you've already had played board games here and now you're on my yeah. podcast. But yeah. I'm I maybe not like everybody. I, yeah, exactly. I mean... And Maybe I should go to Peru. <laughs> yeah, you should go to Peru. Because I remember like going around South America, I was still feeling this, you know? Uh, I mean there was social differences, but it was like I would still like go to places, meet people and like hug people a lot and like have okay. like a lot of contact. Personal space stuff more, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it also like shirt off your back kind of stuff where it's like, Oh, come sleep at my place tonight, that's totally fine. Like I don't, I don't know, like hospitality, is that what you're saying sort of? Or? No, I, I feel uh, like I've even been offered, like I don't think it's about trusting or like feeling it's going to be dangerous to meet someone else. I feel people are really, really nice here. Maybe even, that's a weird thing. They are maybe even nicer than in Peru. But, but it's just a different energy kind of like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, because yeah, we have a like notorious for being... You know, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, like way too polite as Canadians. I, so. I read something that they had to change the law for courts in Canada because usually if you say sorry for something, they would think you're guilty of the crime. Oh, but, really? But here they say, <laughs> like, they always say, oh, sorry, even if they are not guilty. So they have to change it. Wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I but, did not know that. But yeah, I feel it's... it's uh, it's a lot about personal space. I think that that was the perfect way Interesting. to explain it. So it's just more uh, like huggy, touchy-feely kind of, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I like. I mean, I, I feel you're not as bad as like I've heard like Japanese and Chinese people. They have like a, a like a different sense of uh, like personal, space. personal space. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard that as it's well. It's cultural, you know. It's nothing best or worse than something. No, exactly. Else. And you never know when you're gonna go to a place. There's things that are gonna catch you off guard like that. Yeah. Like I mean, in Peru, we usually. I mean, I feel that's, uh, like, really sexist, too, but whatever. I mean, if I say <laughs> hi to a guy, we shake hands. But if I say hi to a woman or a woman says hi to another woman, they kiss. Like, it's like... On the cheek? On the cheek. Yeah, yeah, like Europe style, kind of, like, yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, it's just one. Oh, it's just not one. like in French, it's, like, five of <laughs> Europe had to one-up them, yeah? Yeah. Huh. I wonder who came up with that first. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were pretty close. I mean, I feel... But is that sexist? I don't know. I mean, like... Even the term sexist in that binary form is like almost out the window now too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like you shouldn't, even if you can decide that it's okay and it's non-sexist to do the kiss as opposed to the handshake, then someone's going to come at you for assuming that person was a woman in the first place or whatever. So yeah. you can't fucking win anymore. Yeah. So all you got to do in my opinion is try to have your heart in the right place. Yeah. Be ready to apologize as long as the person's being reasonable yeah. and try to, you know, hear where exactly. people are coming from. And But like, I, I'm going to say something that, maybe weird or <laughs> okay like, <laughs> proceed I don't know, like people may, may think i'm like i'm an awful person but like i'm very curious <laughs> i feel there's a lot of issues right now happening with the lgbt community okay in and, what way uh because i feel yeah it's really necessary because like they are isolated from a lot of like conservative uh, places or establishments or whatever but I feel in a perfect world I, I think all those classifications shouldn't exist what do you mean exactly because I feel like, like it should be no one's business kind of everyone just I, I just feel sexuality and gender and all of that is just like a big spectrum and I feel it's not good to divide people more than they are already you know because like you're divided by your gender, you're divided by what your you like, nationality, nationality, and, yeah, yeah, your religion, uh, for sure. And I feel the LGBT. I mean, it's a safe 
place for a lot of people that don't have anything and i think right now in this situation it's necessary but uh, you're just hoping for a future where like we don't have to like even bring this shit up anymore people in boxes that's the thing I yeah and that i can agree with completely because i even think the same thing with like uh nationality to a degree and you and if you say that kind of shit especially in the states i would assume you're like this unpatriotic piece of shit and uh and and to me it's not like if if i were to say that kind of thing towards canada it's not that i don't appreciate being born here i of course do it's not that i don't think it's a great country to live in it's that i think the concept of countries and like like you're talking about the division and just more classifications, more way to complicate things. Um, I mean, it may be a necessary evil, but it certainly yeah. is confusing and it doesn't always feel right. Yeah, and, you I, know? and I feel it's something like people uh, governing us, they, they want us to be more distracted about smaller things. And, and right now, I mean, I'm going to talk about things happening right now in South America or, or Central America. There has been protests in bolivia there's a lot in chile okay Um, over what in haiti like ecuador like everywhere around and i mean i I made a lot of friends in chile when i went there and i have friends from peru living in chile too and apparently uh well it dates back for a long time you know because uh they had a military dictatorship in the 70s and 80s it was terrible they killed and disappeared a lot of people south america was a crazy place in the like 60s 70s but right now uh it's an economic problem so to say uh i'm not going to talk a lot about that but for example in the states and in russia one percent of the population owns 20% 20% of the wealth of the country. Yeah, I've heard statistics like that, yeah. And in Chile, 1% owns 33%. And it's the country with the biggest concentration on the 1%. Oh, wow. So, so it's, it's even worse. It's yeah, the same. 1% but, own one-third of the wealth of the country. Wow. That's a lot. And is the other two-thirds in, like, near poverty? Yeah. 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 Wow. And there's a lot of people that are not considered poor. And it's a much smaller country too than say like the states or something. So yeah, yeah. The, the, that the impact must be felt even more. I would yeah. think in a more condensed uh, uh, sort of region. So, I mean, people can't pay the the train or their food. They have to ask for credits to pay their food, and they don't have uh, retirement uh, payments. They... So what is that? That's like a second world country, I guess. Then because it's not third world if you're no, not like actually chile is supposed to be like a first world country first world because okay. they have a lot of money and i've never actually ter- like there probably is a term of second world is that a thing or is it, i don't know you never really hear that right yeah it, there should be a middle fucking yeah zone but I, to- <laughs> I think that that's that's something that was created during the world wars or something like that because there was like the first war where the people participating in the war and the third war were like yeah, but why did they choose third? Third, or rather, is I guess what I'm asking. Why wasn't it like the twelfth world Maybe country or something even war more? Was people like kind of being friends with the people in the war, but not doing anything? This Maybe whole like, time, I thought there had to be a second world country, and it was just yeah. somewhere in the middle between like, like starving with flies on you, yeah. and like you know North America. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe like Switzerland was a second world country in the war. In I the guess war. I. I, know I don't know. I, yeah, we need a historian up in here. Yeah. A second war? It was either have or have not. Oh. Only today do we have those that have progressed from third to second. Like take something a lot of the Southeast Asian countries like Thailand and yeah. Vietnam. Mm. They're, they're very much coming into first, but they're not quite there yet. But, mm-hmm. not but they still don't call it second world yet, right? No, like it's, it's not, not a term. It's not a term? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. We're going to start it. Hashtag second world problems. Hashtag second world problems. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's so I, I hope usually usually my uh, my dad gets picked up on the mics. I, I just hope that that it got you probably. Anyways, well, I don't know. Just because if someone's watching and then there's this chunk they can't hear. Yeah, my dad was just saying there's lots of countries that are uh, in second world. Yeah sort of status, but it's not an actual term yet. Yeah, but I mean, Chile is a country probably uh, with the biggest economic growth in the last uh, years in South America, and. Now that we are talking about this, I may go a little bit there. Uh, a big chunk of the fault of that was the states. Mm. 
Well, so now we're getting into why you didn't want to go to the States. Yeah, we can mix both of them. Uh, we're working our way there. Okay. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Smooth. Um, neoliberalism, a lot of people say it was created in Chile as an experiment. Uh, Neorealism? Liberalism. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'm not sure I know like a textbook definition of what that is. Yeah. Uh, Neoliberalism. What would that be? Like? Completely free market without the uh, intervention of the state. Oh. So. That like, sounds kind of. Yeah, it's like Mr. Burns, <laughs> like doing whatever he wants, in, <laughs> like, w without any kind of. Mr. Burns, Jesus. Yeah, Mr. Burns. Except he has lots of money. Oh, but you're saying yeah, one third of the population is kind of like Mr. Burns, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the thing is that. Uh, Before uh, this uh, coup, this military coup in, in Chile, there was a socialist government. And some people say the country was doing really bad. But a lot of people also say that the country since the like 1900s, like till the 60s, it was doing too good. And the states, they were kind of scared that they would be like a competition. Threatened? Yeah, huh. like a threat for their like empire thing going on uh, so they sabotage them kind of uh-huh huh. i mean they did sabotage the whole south america at one point if you uh, i'm not going to talk about this part but you can research for a uh, condor plan what is it called the condor plan yeah okay it was they started a lot of um, military right-wing coups around south america to make people hate uh communists and this would be back in the 60s yeah yeah we huh. had we had a military coup But in Peru, it was different because it was left-wing. So we were the only ones that outside of that. Huh. Yeah. But the thing is that uh, after this, they uh, they killed the socialist president. They say he committed suicide, but it's ridiculous. You know? Jeffrey Epstein style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kennedy. Like, yeah, I, I, the I, list I, goes on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, <coughs> um, so they started with... Uh, With a coup. And from there, there was this American guy called uh, Milton Friedman that was uh, an economist from the Chicago School of Economy. Okay. And when the like they started bringing people to Chicago to study economy and then they went back to Chile and they would teach economy that way. And then there was the coup. And then Milton Friedman went to talk with the like awful military leader And they, like he decided that he was going to help him get the country like a good economy or whatever. Okay. And it happened. Like they were twenty something years in the power. A lot of people killed. Uh, activists. It was terrible. So it just made it much worse. Yeah. Yeah. But the economy was good for the outside eyes, so to say. So, um, it became a, a big uh, capitalist like country in south america um, this is chile still yeah okay chile. yeah and well the states just did it because they didn't want more big left-wing countries because china and they wanted and to Russia be yeah like top of Africa. the pile yeah hmm. so and you you still hold a grudge no yeah. <laughs> i'm and just joking i mean i was born during terrorism oh yeah yeah i mean i, I didn't live through it because the leader of the terrorists was captured the year i was born so oh shit but still like still I, crazy yeah. yeah i was born and i have pictures of me as a baby being like i was bat at, at a small like basket of like just like whatever they could find kind of thing yeah because they would blow up the electrical towers bombs oh shit like blocks and blocks and districts. so they're just trying to like barely survive yeah oh, I, yeah i mean and we were having a, a good time because we were in the capital and it was much more like it was safer you know mm. people in the highlands they were like they disappeared them by the hundreds you know oh like kidnapping yeah oh shit and it was on both sides i heard that was a thing in brazil too they kidnapped people oh it's all around south america in colombia too they had like wow I mean, I, I feel people, they mostly know about Colombia, you know, because of all these, like, well, what, uh, no, what? things. Yeah, like, I, I just know it's like a drug place, yeah, like co yeah. cocaine is. Yeah. In Peru, it was something like that, but 
like in Colombia, the drug dealers were above the terrorists, like the left-wing revolutionaries, and in Peru, they were below. Uh, okay, yeah. a little bit of a different dynamic. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, it was terrible to be honest, but. Yeah, because you told me you had a lot of crazy stories in Peru. Just yeah. what growing up, your whole life, I guess you saw some crazy shit, or. Yeah, yeah, the whole time, uh, especially. Uh, like late 90s early 2000s i i was starting to use internet because it was just like getting big down there yeah of course and it was weird because when i was like comparing between um the tv like cable tv or national tv to the things happening in internet I, I felt we were kind of like stuck in the past you know oh weird they weren't giving you the relevant like new information uh not only that but i, I feel that like respect for people you know it was a lot of there still is a lot of racism sexism but like not even in a like casual way you know mm. like it was really intense like comedy was all about like bullying in in a bad way you know? oh that sucks yeah and that, well that's the bad part the good part is uh there was a lot of interesting uh creative stuff happening like we have a lot of like really kitsch culture like color wise and music well yeah wise. because you're a, a musician and an artist you pretty much like do it all from what you were telling me right like yeah. You, you sculpt and, and paint. paint and you do like visual graphic design stuff and, and then you play uh, percussion. I know you yeah. said you were born with a cajon. Yeah. So that's but, pretty cool. And and that was good. That culture, at least. Yeah, like, I feel it was an interesting influence. It the, the bad part is that all of that eventually got like gentrified. Mm. And there was people like from like middle and lower classes doing all this amazing art and all of the sudden there's like super rich people that never lived with, with this culture that are making money out of oh, it. just appropriating yeah, it all yeah yeah, yeah. i kind of hate that but that happens <laughs> yeah yeah it sucks for sure um man okay well i was gonna actually bring up some of these things that i <laughs> sure, I, sure. I looked up some facts about peru some of these were just interesting uh, things that I didn't know and I wanted to see if you knew. And then some of them were things I was going to kind of actually test to see if you could. So I just thought this would be kind of fun. Um, did you know that Peru has the highest sand dune in the world? No, I didn't. Yeah, what, not, not the Sahara Desert. 3,860 feet. Is it in Ica? Uh, that I did not write down. <laughs> this is all I wrote down. These were brief notes. Um, yeah, it's probably in the south. Uh, I, at some point of my life, I uh, I was a tour guide, and and they have like dunes out there yeah, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, they we, must. I mean, we used to go into these dune boogies, like oh nice, and then we would go up, like all up. Like, yeah, I always wanted to, to go to one of those. And then they would give us like sandboards. And we would like go down the dune. Just ride down. That's yeah. awesome. Well, you yeah. could do that here in the winter. Just oh, it's a lot colder. With snow. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun though. I I mean, uh, I didn't even stand up. I was like just laying like that because I feel sand is more like it's scarier than snow. I you think, think sand is scarier? Yeah, yeah because it, it's hot and it like cuts you. Like yeah, it's basically glass bits, right? Technically, yeah. and uh, if you fall in ice, I mean it's cool, but it like. Kind of well, and snow too. has like, a, yeah, an impact yeah. where it'll like sort of like shape to your body and take a bit of the yeah. blow. Whereas yeah, sand, sand, I think you kind yeah. of just. And once I was going down that dune and I like just went to a little like bump and I hit my face with the sandboard. Oh, like I was sucks. bleeding. Yo, getting hit in the nose sucks. <laughs> um, there's 3,000 different varieties of potatoes. I know that. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually like 5,000. So you did know this. Oh, he's like, <laughs> it's he's like, where are you getting your facts? <laughs> You're getting 2,000 potatoes on me. Oh, you said more than 3,000. So uh, still okay. Well, I, yeah, the, I, the thing I read I, just said. And the fun part is that, like, I know, like, less than 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's, dude, I couldn't name 10 types of potato. There's uh, russet potatoes, I know. Uh, Yukon gold. That's probably about it. That's two potatoes. Yeah, well, w I don't know. Like, there's. I probably feel like we shouldn't list potatoes. We're gonna lose viewers. <laughs> Just like listing well, potatoes. 
<laughs> white potatoes, yellow potatoes. Yeah. You're really digging deep on the on the names there. <laughs> yeah. Russet and Yukon Gold were much more specific. Um, yellow potatoes. You said you knew 10. We're, we're not that creative, <laughs> you know. Um, you were talking about Spanish. Obviously, you grew up, but uh, I learned. I thought this was cool. I did not know. You guys have three official languages. In Peru. Yeah. And do you know what the other two are? I was just curious, but I, I hadn't I, I haven't even heard I, of these. I, I thought it was just Spanish and Quechua. So, okay, so that's but, the first. They say it's Spanish, Quechua. Aymara, yeah. Aymara, yeah. So yeah. those are the three official yeah, according it, to... Well, it's great that it's like a, an official language. You know that... Uh, are they similar? No, no. Not no. even like remotely? Uh, two, like they're all three of them are I very... Mean, I I don't speak the other two. But you've heard it, yeah? Yeah, I've heard it, but... I don't think they are similar. Interesting. And, and like most of the, the like the bulk of the Aymara population is closer to Bolivia and in Bolivia. Okay. And like they come from that side, and then the Quechua were like all across this side. Hmm. Well, that's still uh, I did not know that, yeah. and apparently you didn't even know about the third one. So I mean, I knew it was Aymara, but I didn't know it was official. official. Well, yeah. again, this was a website yeah. I was on. It's not like I, it wasn't even Wikipedia. It was but just some... like one thing that it's amazing about Bolivia that it's that this last president, like he, everyone has mixed like opinions about him because he's actually a, di- a dictator. It's like his fourth term, but it's also interesting. <laughs> Because he he made a pluricultural state out of the country. So, like, every culture, every way of living is accepted by the laws in the country. Oh. So, th- like, the Aymara people and the Quechua people, and then there's, like, the Spanish-speaking Which people. sounds kind of not that much like a dictator, in a way, you know? Yeah. He's not forcing his views. Yeah. But, but, he, I, but he is he, forcing he, other things. Aymara. He's like an indigenous okay. Bolivian person. So, hmm. uh, and, and I find that's something that a lot of other countries should learn about because I, I, we were talking about this before. Right? Yeah. They don't do it in Peru. They don't do it here. They like kind of isolate them in their like reservoirs. Or yeah, like, yeah. So I feel Just like, integrate a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's honestly the way I think we should go as well. Yeah. Um, you guys also have the largest flying bird in the world. You know this? The condor. Do you know its full name? <laughs> <laughs> the scientific no, no, not Latin the si- name. No, no, not the scientific name. Just It's not just a condor. It, it, it does have like a, a precursor in it. Oh, I, I have no it's idea. It's the giant Andean condor. Oh, yeah. So. But uh, I've heard that like they say it, they, they don't know if it's the condor i mean it's wingspan i mean there's like taller birds like like ostriches oh, okay. and stuff like that it is wingspan but they well, say th- oh this is a flying bird specifically oh, too because oh, well, like yeah. obviously an uh, ostrich and stuff yeah. like that is but gonna be bigger. even like the wingspan like, oh, i moved the camera sorry oh uh, it's okay just <laughs> the wingspan is like almost three meters i think it's yeah condors are huge i i know albatross had really big uh... I-, I was just going to tell you that like some people say there's like some albatrosses like bigger than condors but like they are kind of the same bird battle bird battle um have you ever seen one of those condors flying around and stuff when you were down there uh from really far like once i went uh, you think you would see a big fucking three (laughs) three meter wingspan or whatever it is like once i went to to this place uh in a city called arequipa there's a big canyon and you have to wake up like at 2 a.m in the morning to take a car and go there while it like the sun is rising. Oh, crazy. And you may see a condor, and I didn't, and I was so, like, pissed about it. <laughs> You're like, it was in the fucking brochure. Yeah, and it, like, <laughs> the, the thing is that it, it's so cold that they have to live somewhere, like, yeah, the yeah. canyon or something they like that. They stay down so low, yeah. go up and... Huh. Interesting. And they say some of them even go, like, all the way from the highlands to the ocean. Just to, to grab fish to and get, stuff? grab fish and then they go back. Huh. Yeah, because it must be crazy to see one yeah. relatively close if they're that actually that big with three yeah. meters. Is that true? Three meter wingspan? Yeah, I think it was two like meters and feet something. Or something. And yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah. Man, I would think like this thing's going to come and kill you. Yeah, there, I, 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 I can tell you about another fun fact about Peru. There's this thing that it's... Uh, 
I think the world will be like a Creole, like a mix between the Spanish culture and the indigenous culture okay. here. That, like, you know, in Spain, they do a lot of bullfighting, something yeah, yeah. completely against... Running bulls. of the bulls and all that, yeah. yeah. So, in the highlands in Peru, I'm not sure if it happens in Ecuador or Bolivia, probably they, they do that too. They get a condor and they tie it to the back of a bull and they just let them fight you know and then they have <laughs> and then they have a bullfighter too what kind of a fight is that wait they tie a bird giant bird to the back of a bull yeah. and then they just let them fight and th there's a bullfighter too like what does he do i'm so confused by this he's fighting the other two animals like the thing is that in, in <laughs> this doesn't even sound real. <laughs> oh my god! I'm That's, going to show you pictures after. Is that. this on YouTube or something? Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god! What's sure. it called? What do you look up? Crazy uh, condor there, bull there's a man. Name. I don't remember the name. That's fucking uh, insane. I'll look for the name and we should put it like down. But in, if they tie it on in the, in the comments or in the description, so yeah, we can, can post a link yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. If they tie it on the bull, how does the bird ha have a chance? How does he get out if he's tied up? Well, he gets himself free with his talons. I mean, the thing is that. Oh, he claws like the the other guy's back. If well, the bull dies, <laughs> what the, the the harvest is going to be good, and if the condor dies, the harvest is going to be bad. Okay, so this has got to be old school. Oh, I'm not that old school. I mean, seventeen hundred. Okay, but not like uh, they didn't like, come up with this in like nineteen seventy six or something like. No, I think it's gonna be a good harvest, guys. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's yeah. pretty messed up. I'm assuming PETA doesn't attend these. No, no, I Jesus. don't. So. <laughs> that's pretty brutal, man. Uh, but hey, I'm trying. I'm not trying to judge other cultures. Uh, I you hate know. it too. Don't worry. Well, it's I kind of fucked up just because a condor is probably some. I would assume on some endangered species list or something. It seems probably. Well, like I, and I mean, the, like, like why would they care if we about the harvest if they are going to kill each other later. yeah well the whole thing sounds insane to the point where i'm definitely gonna look it up on youtube because yeah, 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 it yeah. sounds crazy yeah, look for the name in a bit, but not that i really want to see it but you know what i mean i kind of yeah, have to you have it's to like, see if it's real or like, i'm just like, or i'm gonna get a text from you like two hours later being like yeah i was totally fucking with you yeah. Condor thing. Yeah. um shit i was gonna ask do you guys have like um you know like how we have bigfoot or like one of those uh, would fall under the umbrella of cryptozoology. We have you know? too much of that too. Like too many? Even start. Well, what's the main, like, uh, the national one you, you would say? It, it, it depends, you know, on the part of the city you live in. Okay, then what's the best one? What's, like, the coolest or most funny, hilarious, I like weird? One, one in the jungle called the Chuyachaki. Chuyachaki. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, I like uh, his name already. It's... Something like a shape-shifting demon. Oh, shit. That sounds pretty freaky, actually. Yeah. And I, I may be mistaking it by some other demon because there's too much. But if I'm sure with that, like, it, it can look like, like someone you know or, like, you feel familiar with. But yeah. it has, like, a, like, animal feet. Like, like hooves? Yeah. Okay, like the devil or whatever, yeah. yeah. Crazy. So if you have But he's a shapeshifter? That's yeah. fucked, man. That's way much scarier than yeah, I was. So you have to check the feet of everyone you meet in the jungle. Oh. Yo, that's super cool though. That's so fucking what I was hoping I you were know. gonna say something rad like that. And there's a a lot of like I, I feel the jungle I haven't been there a lot and I'm really regretting it but because I feel it's probably the most interesting place. And for something example, you take for granted when you're there, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, there's like these uh, pink dolphins in the in the rivers. They're actually pink. Yeah. Huh? Why? It's just like a genetic thing, I guess. Yeah, I guess that they were trapped because I mean the Amazon it used to go the other way before, like it went through Peru and it going went inside, but then it was closed by whatever happened millions of years ago, and it went the other way so Weird. probably they were trapped from the sea into the the amazon probably they had to change color for some weird reason it seems like pink would be like the worst camouflage color in the, all of nature yeah fully green place i was thinking maybe it was like the the water or something that you know yeah because i mean it's like all muddy so you can't really see anything so that's weird though yeah. there's wild pink dolphins yeah and they they are supposed to be something like fairies in the like 
I'm still fucking mind blown that there's wild pink dolphins. Yeah. Just swimming around in the Amazon. Oh, the, the jungle is an, an amazing place. The is Amazon... that fucking real? Like, I, yeah. I, this seems like another text I'm gonna get in two hours. <laughs> be like, yeah, I followed it up with the pink dolphin thing. Yeah, I, I may make something up at some point, and like, well, you're not going to realize that's happening because everything is so weird. Like, so far everything is real. I can assure okay. you. <laughs> okay. Next on the list. <laughs> um, okay. Wait. Yeah, I found out what your your country's national drink is. And I was wondering if you know what it is and how to make it. Pisco sour. Yes. Okay. You know that that was made <laughs> by a guy. This is fun. Born in Utah. In where? In Utah. Uh, oh, that's like one of the Mayan cities or no? No, Utah. Utah in the States. Utah. Oh, Utah. Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's sorry>. Utah. <laughs> I thought you were saying Utah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So. But, yeah, I mean, actually, like it's made with eggs. Like egg, egg whites. whites, yeah, uh, lemon. Uh, what else? Pisco. Uh, what's pisco? It's a drink we have. Oh well, okay, that's probably the grape brandy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's say, I'll give you that says, one. You get points grape for brandy. Yeah, grape brandy is the first. You got lemons. Yeah, because you got it, egg whites. It's like we have amazing grapes down there, but like. The wine is not good. It's not good for wine, so we make like a transparent, like vodka-like oh, thing. Uh, it's Pisco, like transparent huh. white. Because uh, I thought this drink sounded really weird with egg whites yeah. and um, the other ingredients was Angostura. sugar water. Yeah, it's like that. And then bitters. Bitter, with, yeah, that's what ice. we call amargo de angostura. There you go. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bitters yeah. is it's just like something you add to drinks, right? Yeah, that's Angostura a bitter thing. Specifically, yeah, that I didn't even have that here. Hmm. Yeah, but actually like there's this stupid thing happening between Peru and Chile and they like always fight for like where was Pisco created and Chile say it was created there and Peru said it was created. Interesting, because according to this, it's Peru's national drink. Yeah. So I wonder if if I go to Chile, it's like, well, it's our national drink too. Yeah. Maybe they both claim No, no, it. They, they have Pisco, but they have different drinks. So it's not a sour, maybe, yeah, something else. I, I think they drink Piscola. That's like uh, Coke, like soda. Oh, like carbonated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. But I, they also do Pisco sour. But the thing is that for me, it's so ridiculous to fight it over like, Yo, amen, man. <laughs> Fucking a. All the shit that people fight over is usually ridiculous, yeah. especially social media and everything. Exactly. Um, I was going to ask, have you ever drank a Pisco Sour to wash down the delicacy that is guinea pigs? Oh, sure. So you've eaten lots of guinea pig, yeah? Not, not lots of them. They We've are had expensive. It. And I don't like it a lot. No? How yeah, well, is it like comparable? chewy. To... I don't eat meat. Like, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. But, it's like uh, chicken, but it's more like not that stringy it's more like greasy so it's like oh shit yeah something about it being a rodent like if i did still eat meat i think i don't know if i would try I mean, it it's like expensive and it doesn't have a lot of meat so hmm. i don't think it's yeah it's like i don't know it just doesn't seem like the animal you would want to eat I, but I've, i guess i've if... had a lot of like I, I feel i'm ready to to become a vegetarian right now <laughs> oh yeah yeah i've ate lots of weird things i've ate like alligator and Oh, cool. Uh, That's kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. I've, like, I love fish. That's something that I... I, I had shark once when I was a kid. My dad bought shark once. <laughs> I remember. Cool. I, I have this vivid memory because the the skin was like sandpaper. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and that was so surprising to me. I, I yeah. didn't know, you know. Was it good? Uh, I mean, I was like fucking seven or something <laughs> probably. But I, I don't remember, like, refusing to eat it or anything. It was yeah. just like fish. I've, I wasn't a big seafood guy growing up. Which is interesting because now I haven't eaten meat in, uh, you know, years or seven, eight years or whatever. But I still eat fish sometimes, oh, yeah. which yeah. is so weird because I hated no, fish growing up. No, fish is like if you go to Peru, like you would be so happy because especially in the coast, like fish is the only. Oh, well, that's the thing. I still don't love fish. I just it, it's if you went there, you would love fish. Maybe. Yeah. Like I've never been exposed to really great um you know, seafood. seafood, I I was going to say maritime food, but is maritime specifically Eastern Canada or does that apply to all like nautical? It is. Okay. I mean, that's nodding his head. (laughs) Okay. So not maritime food, but I'm sure they have great seafood out there as well. I mean, Um, apparently Peru won the best culinary destination in the world for like, I don't know. It's like the seventh time in a row or something like that. Wow. 
yeah, I wish the the situation in the country was as good as the as the food, <laughs> as the food reviews. Yeah. Yeah. It's like five stars on Yelp, but you might get kidnapped. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, uh, seafood for me, I always found like especially when I was younger, I found like the smell was very off-putting, especially if I would go to like Red Lobster or the few yeah. times that someone else would want to go and there. The, the thing like, is that we, we have this dish called ceviche that is raw fish. So like sushi sort of? or Yeah, but like you put lime on it and it gets cooked. Hmm. Yeah. It's so delicious. I mean, it, every time I, I see like, some friend posting like a picture of their ceviche on social media like you're just like i want to because you can't get it here as well yeah. i'm sure yeah. yeah i mean also limes are like more expensive here because yeah like you need a like a huge you gotta buy a bag yeah that's yeah. so annoying yeah um yeah no i i for seafood for me like i think fish is uh, my reasons for eating and not eating food is very weird and very particular to me like it's very much based on my ocd i think yeah. and uh certain animals most animals I don't enjoy the thought of eating really because I just over conceptualize it while I'm eating it. I'm just like mm, guts in my mouth and I just like <laughs> now it's in my belly and yeah. I just think about it too oh. much. But yeah. um, I I read some time ago. I, I'm not really sure. No, it's not on. Oh, sorry. I thought you were reaching for the vape. No, I'm, I'm not really sure uh, if it's true or not. But uh, I read that when Disney start, started making like humanized animal movies yeah like vegetarianism start started like rocketing because oh people interesting were, like, relating like their feelings with the animals much more than before yeah it's like you're gonna eat this fish but now it looks like nemo or whatever yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like i don't know i don't know how many people are eating clownfish but yeah uh no no that that kind of makes sense actually yeah just it, it, gave, it humanized them you know, gave them more of a, a soul or whatever to yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Peruvian people cared a lot about that because we're eating, like, Mickey Mouse's cousin every day. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and uh, <laughs> eating meat comes out of necessity, right? Like, uh, most most cultures that have really uh, rich history of eating meat, it's because, like, that's the food that was available. Yeah. And, and then it, it tastes good. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Even yeah. when I ate meat, I remember it tasting really great sometimes. It's just... For me, again, yeah, I don't know. I have a really weird perspective because a lot of people who don't eat meat, especially people who go vegan, they're very much like behind the cause also in trying to like force other people to have the same dietary restrictions as them and jump on board. And if you're not like them, they fucking hate you. And I'm not like that at all. I just do my own shit because I have my own anxieties about eating this or that or the other thing. And um, and it's also almost like a spiritual thing where I'm like, the, one of the reasons I don't like to eat animals is because I go, okay, well, I didn't make this life. I didn't create it. It feels kind of weird that I'm, I'm taking that spark. I mean, I'm not killing it, but you know what I mean? I'm contributing yeah. to that spark being snuffed out or whatever. But on the same note, if you eat meat, like I also didn't create you. You're just another creature of this world. So who the fuck am I to mess with your journey on this universe you know what i mean unless you're eating people or something <laughs> then i'm gonna call the fucking cops but, but yeah i mean i feel I, I i can debate a lot about like eating meat or not eating meat and if you kill the, the animal or not or whatever but i i feel something uh that i i feel uh, i want to stop at some point is because of how it became a such a cruel industry because even factory if you, farming if, yeah if you eat meat you don't have to like uh, i feel it's not necessary to make the animal live like a piece of nothing like just a material exactly yeah yeah give them a good life at least if yeah. that's going to be their ultimate fate sure everything has to die one day but yeah. it's a lot more you know and and also making the death uh the death rather um swift and and uh you know painless if like they've if been the most you can because i mean if you're in like wilderness it's not swift and well if you're a hunter and you kill the animal properly it should be pretty swift no but i mean if you're like uh like an antelope or something like that and you're killed by a lion like... oh yeah well that's just nature yeah, but we shouldn't try to emulate that we should try to be terrible. a step above like, right like uh, i saw a video of a lioness like ripping the balls out of a like... <laughs> Like before anything, like just ripping his balls. Before. Dude, I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Do you yeah. follow that um, that site on Instagram, Nature is Metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I think it was there. Did you see there was one a couple weeks ago with a fucking, uh, it was a zebra that was being eaten by a crocodile. 
And the thing had its entire, like, skin from its face ripped off. It was basically like a horse skeleton face, but it was still alive because yeah. it hadn't been long enough, and that's not enough of a vital organ in yeah. your fucking face, uh. I guess. I know, it's so hard to watch, but then sometimes I would watch those videos, not obsessively or anything, but if it would come up in my feed, it's like as a reminder of, like, I Yo, would this much is prefer to be a cow, you know. <laughs> well, no more. This is the real fucking world yeah. to a degree. Like we are more civilized, we are human, but at a base level, that's nature. It's gonna like, yeah. and, and not always in that exact way, but it, you got to look out. You know, like yeah. And the, right now we are safe from that, but if you're thrown like naked without anything to like the jungle, like well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> No, but if there was, like, even, like, a, a post-apocalyptic type of situation, people would go fucking crazy. Yeah. There'd be so many people who would just, like... There's there's so many people who probably are already hoping shit like that's going to happen that yeah. want to live in, like, a Walking Dead scenario so they can have no rules and I, 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 go crazy. I, I, but Every day I feel like Mad Max is less and less fiction for me. More possible. Yeah, yeah one day. Shit. Let's hope not. Jesus. There's a saying, right? Civilization is a very thin veneer. That's true. That's completely true. I feel we are all like there's a big chunk of people just not doing bad stuff because they don't want to go to jail. But they would do it if they were able to. So that's scary. Like Yeah. You don't wanna know something I heard yesterday that's kind of weird on this topic about people doing bad things. I mean, I don't wanna shame this person, but uh Kelly was watching something on Netflix. It was uh, this cooking show, this guy where he travels and he, he uh-huh. each episode he hangs out with a different uh, celebrity. I think uh-huh. His name was David Wang or something like that. He was a cool guy, like cool show. First one was with Seth Rogen, but then the next one was with Chrissy Teigen. You know, she's married to John Legend and all that. Yeah. And at one point when they were like uh, eating some kind of meat out there, she like flat out, not joking, was like said she would try human meat if like it was like in a fancy restaurant and someone else like what the fuck? How is this not on like the news that Chrissy Teigen admits to being a yeah. fucking cannibal? Yeah, and, I, I don't and, know. I, I also saw this thing like happening a lot uh, in early internet where you didn't know if things were real or not. Like these pictures of like Asian people eating like like unborn babies. Oh like, Jesus! On a grill. Wait, where did you see this? On early internet. Oh, really? Okay, so I don't know. It could have been bullshit. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, though, because like, if you want to go even before early internet, you've heard of like Faces of Death. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We please. used to watch those on VHS when yeah. we were kids. Do you know what Faces of Death is? It was uh, <clears throat> the first time I saw a real one. Someone still had it on VHS, at it, but at this time it was like 2001. Like VHS was on the way out, so you could tell it was like yeah. somebody's older brother had it from the 80s or something. But it was a, a video that got passed around that purportedly had real death videos. Yeah. And um, there was one where they're eating like a monkey's, monkey's brain, brain out of, it was like a delicacy in some country apparently. And they're eating him while he's alive and shit yeah. like that. Anyways, it's been debunked in a lot of ways where now they've, they can point out everything that was real and what wasn't. And like 80% of them are like things that were filmed to look like that. Yeah. But there is some real shit, you yeah. know. So I remember there was really this up, thing though. with the guy in the like electric chair. With oh, was that real though? Or I that might have been bullshit. Yeah. The, the one, so. there's that news. Um, you probably fucking know this. There was a guy who shot himself on the news. He was like in the States in the 80s or something, Bud something. And he was going to be fucked over in court. And he, his life was over, I guess, as he thought. I don't, I don't know the details, but he went to do some press conference. And then he pulled out a fucking magnum or something yeah. and blew his brains out. And it was live. So they... But it, it, something like that happened not long ago. Like, I think this guy from the Bosnian War, something like that, that drank some poison. and yeah. like, On the news? On the yeah. News. Oh, yeah. shit. During his court, like... That's fucked up. Suicide. Yeah. Did you hear about the fucking... Um, that shipping container they found with 39 dead bodies in it no where was this it was in uh the lower uk and it was they just just found out they were all vietnamese and it was all meant to be uh human trafficking but someone told me it was like a freezer though and that they had frozen to death it it was a truck container i know that fucked up man i don't know if it was air quality or what and they found it in the morning like i remember hearing that this is morning news and that made it seem so much more fucked up it was like 9 a.m they're like 39 bodies in a fucking Oh, man. The world's yeah. a crazy place. I know. What a positive note we've gotten to here. Yeah. Um, More back to your country. <laughs> Do you know what your national tree is? <laughs> Quinoa tree. 
uh, oh, I probably they wrote it Kinchona or Sinchona. Yeah, yeah, it's probably Quinoa. Quinoa, like, like quinoa, like yeah, Quinoa. Wait, the healthy food quinoa. Not a no. Oh, because okay, okay, okay. When they brought it to North America, they they started saying, "Look, yeah, I have, I'll have some quinoa, quinoa." Quinoa, yeah. yeah I hate so that. it is the same thing we're talking about, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it, they it, wrote cinchona. I gotta imagine that's something else. Yeah. I, <laughs> you fail. Yeah, you fail this time. <laughs> but yeah, it's on, on your passport, like, it's like. Oh yeah, they have a little picture of it. Yeah, there's a, a quinoa tree uh, goblet with gold. Cool. And uh, Vicuña. It's like the nice. cute cousin of the llama. Oh, cool. It's <laughs> sour, though, too. What? You said, Oh, the llama. The llama, I yeah. thought you said the lemon. No, no. Oh, um, llama. What's, they already have a cousin. Alpaca is like that, too, right? We have uh, llamas, alpacas, vicuñas, and guanacos. And they're all the same kind of, like, yeah, long neck. and. Yeah. Oh, weird. I didn't know there was more. Yeah. We learn everything on Just Chill with Oliver George. Specifically about Peru and llamas <laughs> on this episode, but yeah, I mean it's impossible to talk with someone and saying you're Peruvian and like they have to ask about llamas. Oh really? Yeah, I, I think I have heard it's that. It's funny. It's funny. For it's them. like Canada and maple syrup or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But you don't mind? Yeah, llamas are cool for the yeah, most part, right? Llamas are super cool. They're pretty nice. They spit, they, I guess. When they spit on you, but I have never been spit, so I'm, no. I'm good with them. Yeah, they they bring them to petting zoos and shit for kids, yeah. so they can't spit that often. I think that's more of a camel thing. Yeah. Honestly. No, but they spit a lot too. Like it depends if they are. Have you seen someone get spat? Yeah. It's oh. like a big chunk of like grass and. <laughs> I have to tell this story now. Someone told me, and only one or two people uh, know this person. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is a story he told me. So a roommate I used to have. I'm not even friends with the guy, but um, he told me that he went to a zoo they have in in Ottawa. Um, which a lot of people don't like. I don't even know if they're still open. The Papanak Zoo, we went there a lot, but they got shamed because they were like mistreating animals and shit, apparently. Anyways, but uh, this guy told me that when he went on like field trip with his class in grade six or whatever, uh, there was a little baboon there or a fucking monkey or something. And he was really loud and he always had a boner. And I know this was true because <laughs> I've, I've been there before, um, really before common. I knew they were like, a you know, mistreating the animals. And, uh, and we had seen him like humping the cage holes and stuff. <laughs> but my friend told me that in front of a bunch of his friends, the monkey apparently came on him. Like apparently, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but he, like, I don't what, know why you would make that story up. You know what, what I mean? Do you, what do you do with your life in school after that? Like, Well, yeah, he said everybody like made fun of him for it. That's why I, I believed him, right? The whole story sounded like so weird to, to anyways. Yeah, he got uh, jerked off on by a monkey. <laughs> I don't know how you don't see that coming, but I guess <laughs> I didn't even actually try for that, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, I actually meant that. I don't know how you wouldn't see that coming. Like he, uh, like if you see a monkey, like yeah, he was always, I guess I, I still stood around him when he had his boner and I never thought he was going to jizz. So I yeah. guess could have been me. Uh, that's a hilarious sort of note to, to lead off on. Uh, we should probably wrap it up, but I do want to, ask you a question i've been asking everybody sure. uh, which if you've seen my podcast you probably know yeah, yeah. but which superpower would you have if you could have any superpower it's mm, a hard question i think i would like to have flash superpowers what like being super speed yeah but also like moving around time you know oh yeah because like you can both. bend time yeah yeah see people do this we can't. I told uh, Chris in the second episode. He said the force, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The force is like seven powers." Um, so I, I, I'm gonna disqualify that answer. Oh, okay. You have to. You can't say like a character. You have to say one power. Just so one, super okay. speed, then. Uh, I don't know anymore. Or like, time travel. Hmm. Time travel seems like a slippery bitch. Yeah. Seems like you're gonna you be like, go "This is great," and then two days later, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck did I do to the world?" Or you just like go back at some point and then you start disappearing because like oh because you like fucked up your own history somehow yeah yeah exactly it's too too tricky mm. i don't know unless you had like only really like low level time travel yeah. you could like go back five minutes <laughs> that, that should <laughs> be a superhero in the floor. Was hot. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah the little things you know i think i i would 
get to the bathroom before you threw up that night when you were drunk or yeah. instead of on the couch or something, you know? Yeah, um, mm. yeah I, I think I, I would either have super speed or fly. I think I would fly. I think fly would I feel like flight is almost one of those ones that I might like disqualify in the future because it seems like such a go-to answer that like everybody wants to be able to fucking fly, especially if you can do it well and with ease and like... Yeah, but I mean, like everyone wants to travel and I feel like lots of the other powers they can have like a really weird double-edged sword yeah. kind of yeah like it, well it, you I, could get caught in a jet engine or something but <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would love to like have psychic powers or read people's minds but the, like uh, but can you shut it off yeah, yeah. Oh, i mean some details like that i feel like we should be able to I, decide I'd love to move stuff with my mind that's what chris ended up saying after i told him he couldn't just have the force he said uh telekinesis yeah 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 i don't know if i've ever said mine but uh I might have said it the first time, but I think it'd be really cool to uh, to be able to shapeshift and like oh, maybe it's just because I think I'd be able to be really funny. Like you could fuck with so many people <laughs> and just impersonate any celebrity all of yeah. a sudden, you know, for a bit or whatever. Like I, I just think shape change would be so funny. That would be so funny. Yeah, you're right. Um, shit, man. I guess like that's pretty much it. I told you if you wanted to bring something or draw something to put on the wall, we can do that after after we wrap here, though. Yeah, but, um, I'll draw something and then we'll, we can put the picture on there. Yeah, it's just about kind of creating the atmosphere That's so that, great. like, everybody who comes kind of leaves a piece of themselves and adds yeah. to the mosaic, you know. Um, awesome. And then we always high-five at the end. Thanks, man. Uh, Thank you, hope man. you come for more board game nights and oh, sure. jam yeah. soon and Whenever. shit. And I should say uh, that's about it. Enjoy uh, the new camera setup. We'll be doing this from now on. So, bye. Thanks. Bye. Well... That's great.